Welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, here with my incredible, very funny and professional practice manager, Donna Lee. Always an insult, but not today. Thank you. Happy day, everybody. Dr. Mystery is going to be nice in this segment. I try to mix it up a little bit. Mm, They don't know what to do with that. You know, we've been doing the show for two years. Has it been? It feels like two minutes. Underwater. Underwater. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you stole that joke from somebody. I stole it from my husband. Oh, okay. Because he tells me it's, it feels like we've been married 10 minutes, and then he says underwater. underwater. Very nice. There you go. Very nice. You're welcome, Very nice. Michael. This is a men's health show. I'm a board-certified urologist. She Are you? She's a certifiable... I'm a board-certified co-host. <laughs> she is not Dr. Donna, despite what I she got puts mail, on I got her. two pieces of mail at home that say Donna McBride, MD. Oh, my Lord. From I'm some telling company, you some loan company. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, this show is brought to you by the practice I started in 2007, NAU Urology Specialist. Old man walking. Old man walking. I do feel like an old man sometimes. You should. You got a broken thumb from a gun. That's right. It's just the skin. <laughs> It'll be okay. It'll can be you okay. you do surgery with that? Yes, I can do surgery with <laughs> okay. it. Okay. Our our practice really focuses on uh, more of a holistic approach to men's health. We really take a lot of cues from the fact that we've been doing hormone therapy for such a long time. Mm -hmm. And so many of the patients that were getting hormone therapy were not feeling better because they still remained overweight and had bad sleep apnea and had terrible cholesterol and hypertension. It wasn't the testosterone that was going to fix them. Right. They liked their testosterone number, but still felt like crap. That's right. And we were like, well, maybe you need to lose 100 pounds. And so when we're here... Stop snoring. When we're here to help you, if, <laughs> if you want to make an appointment with a comprehensive men's health program uh, and for any of your urologic needs, you can. Donna, how do they do that? They call us at 512-238-0762 or you can visit our website, armormenshealth.com and you can check out our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin and Dripping Springs, Texas where they love dripping. They love dripping and dripping. We're, We're trying, trying to, to fix, fix that, that dripping. <laughs> we talk about sexual health in men all the time. Every day, all day. And when I do a slide, I have this slide where the man, when he talks about sexual functioning, only has one switch, mm-hmm. and the woman has like 100 switches. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that slide that I do? No, but you've told me about it. Yeah, it's a pretty funny I bet slide. It's funny. So I thought what we would talk about today is on the women's side, some of the uh, barriers and kind of tools that we have to help improve a woman's sexual functioning. We talk about it, you know, every so often through the mm-hmm. pain standpoint. And I wanted to talk about technology. So we have some friends and partners with us from River Place OBGYN, founder of River Place OBGYN, Dr. John Thopel. Thank you for joining us today, John. Happy to be here. And your partner in crime, your nurse practitioner, and that's Dana Wicker. Hi, thanks for having us. Oh, thank you guys for joining us today. When it comes to a women's sexual health, I think so many men just get confused, right? Because they're not sure if <laughs> they're not having sex because they did something wrong or something is wrong. When, when a man has erectile dysfunction, a lot of times the woman will blame herself and say, oh man, it must be something I did. I don't turn him on enough or something. And I always kind of giggle. I'm like, do you know this guy probably, if he could get an erection, gets turned on by like... The wind. Yeah, you know, and anything. So from that standpoint, it's oftentimes something organic as opposed to something psychological. Um, when you find women complaining about sexual issues, what are some of the main complaints that they present with? Well, most often people... I like to say this is a doorknob conversation. It's at their well woman visit, and we'll do all of the check boxes for their general health and wellness. And, and they say their husband say, is shaped like a doorknob. 
<laughs> don't say. Oh, hey. The one that curves? <laughs> like Peyronie's? I'm looking at one right now. <laughs> Three inches long and six <laughs> inches around. As we're leaving the room, they'll say, and I have no desire for sex. My libido stinks. So that's most often um, what people will complain about. But what we like to say is exactly what you said, is women are really multifactorial. My favorite description of women versus men is waffles versus spaghetti. So men Ooh. can keep everything in like little wells and like the syrup is just in the little well. And if it's sex time and my penis works, we're going to have sex. But women are very multifactorial. So they're, they're like spaghetti where all of the noodles are all mixed together and they've got swim lessons for kiddos. They've got the vet appointment. They're, you know, also struggling with low libido. So it's very, we have to kind of tease apart what is biological thing versus what's going on in their life versus what their relationship is looking like. So it's all of those pieces pulled together. But that's usually the complaint for us is my libido stinks. But we sort of have to stop right there and figure out, okay, how many pieces are playing into this? So John, one of the hard parts with that doorknob conversation is you just spent your the 12 minutes you had to with Ben with that lady. <laughs> That's right. And now she wants to have what she may think is a very quick conversation. And that conversation's long. So I tell them to come back and talk about it because I want to give them their due time. That's right. What is your evaluation, both from a history, physical, and laboratory standpoint, usually entail? Sure. So I think when it comes down to it, it's exactly that. It's usually the end. And sometimes they're almost embarrassed to say it, and they think it's going to be quick. For the reason that you just elucidated, we don't want it to be quick, right? Because it is such a com- you know a complicated issue. She doesn't want it to be quick either. <laughs> <laughs> so we, you know, I, I'm so happy to have Dana involved. You know, Dana's had a passion in this area. So we've actually operated a sort of a side clinic. It's called Sex ATX. So you can come and we're focused on libido. We're focused on anatomical defects. We're focused on those type of things. And so this, this is an important issue. It's it's important for health. I mean, female orgasm has to have a biologic reason, right? God didn't give us things that serve no purpose. You know, there's stress relief. There's some evidence that orgasm improves fertility function. There are other things that go along with it. In this. a man, it helps reduce prostate cancer risk. Yeah, so I mean, for it, sure. it, there are, there for, are reasons. There are reasons, sure. right? And so I think I'll be honest, you know, for the last 10 years before I had this up, we dreaded that conversation. We didn't want, because we didn't have the time and we didn't have a fix. We saw, and Dana helped bring up the fact that this is such a big need that we want to focus on that. In terms of evaluation, it's, it's that figuring out, you know, is there other things going on in life? Is there pain within a course or does she have low estrogen is it pure libido by itself without physiologic discomfort are, are they you know abnormal hormones how flashes something else going on so testosterone that's a whole separate complicated issue but specifically in women that have had surgical menopause um, that's where testosterone has been most shown to be beneficial but for the average younger woman not so much uh, so dana when it comes to technology we have we have the tools to fix we do why don't you give us a little overview of some different and maybe more kind of cutting edge technologies that you guys use to help with uh, sexual functioning as well as, you know, some other things that women may complain of, stress incontinence, low vaginal lubrication, things like that. Yeah. So we have two really great um, technologies that we use. One is called Vivive. Vivive is, it's radio frequency delivery of energy into the vaginal tissue with the intent to improve vaginal laxity, like after aging, weight loss, childbirth. It improves uh, lubrication during intercourse, and it improves urinary incontinence. So there's not a man out there who, if they peed their pants during the day, wouldn't do something about it. But mm-hmm. for some reason, women think that this is okay, and they laugh about it and talk about it with their friends, but they don't think to tell us so that we can help them fix it. It's an easy, painless, one-hour procedure. It's amazing. You just come in, you can scroll on Instagram while we do it, and after 30 days, you start to notice results from that cellular change. Is it just it. one treatment for stress incontinence or multiple? It's one treatment wow. per year, which is amazing. 
amazing. It's phenomenal. People have wow. really, really great results from this. And with the bonus of increased sexual lubrication. And radiofrequency ablation we use in many different types of procedures. It's really designed to induce a little bit of tissue jam damage to help I- increase tissue healing. Right. And so there's no there's no pain there's no pain with this one. And so it increases it will intentionally damage the collagen fiber so that your body will kind of come behind and with an inflammatory response fix it. Well, that's awesome. And John, what about sexual functioning? Tell me about um, uh, technologies designed for that. Vivive also does help with that. They actually have randomized trials, and I know you're a data guy that show improvement in both stress and continence, but sexual response also. Published in peer-reviewed journeys, journals. But I think you're alluding to the other technology that we do, and that's called Cleavana. Many of your patients have heard about shockwave therapy. You know, they have ED, something I know that you guys definitely offer as one of your many, many options. The clitoris itself is an, has a similar chem- physical structure, right? What we typically see is just what you think of the clitoris is just literally the tip of the iceberg. If you actually saw a picture of the clitoris and you saw the arms extend how large the organ is, there's significant blood flow that goes to the area. Sound wave therapy, just like for treatment of ED, can in trials double clitoral sensitivity. So if you have increased clitoral sensitivity and blood flow, you know, if somebody has a erection as a male, you know, does that increase the desire to have intercourse? Absolutely it does, right? The corollary would be if you increase blood flow and response from the clitoris, would that improve potential libido? Absolutely would. So lubrication would improve, sexual response would improve, but man, I know a lot of you out there that would love to improve, you know, libido for both of you. This might be an option worth exploring. And this issue of arousal in a woman, I try to always explain to couples that arousal in a man and woman physiologically are the same. So if you have diabetes, high blood pressure, use a beta blocker, if you have previous pelvic surgery, you're going to have difficulty getting that clitoral erection and feeling aroused. It, It didn't occur to me that this would be a natural extension, and now I'm ashamed that I didn't come up with it. Well, and the the other thing that's really helpful is that this will reduce the reserve for a woman to tip over into an orgasm. So if if you and your partner have an orgasm gap, which is a nice way to say that perhaps the man finishes faster than the woman. This can kind of help narrow narrow that gap, which will also increase satisfaction. And I think would probably, you know, increase the chances that this would happen more than once. (laughs) This is an uh, exceptional conversation. I want to thank you guys so much to discuss kind of this very sensitive topic and to know that you guys are doing it. Um, uh, with your patients in such an uh, uh, exemplary manner. How do people make an appointment with you? So you can go to our website, sexatx.com, or call our office and ask for a consultation with Dana, 512-473-8300. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us today. Thank you. Our pleasure. The Armor Men's Health Hour will be right back. If you have questions for Dr. Mystery, email him at armormenshealth at gmail.com. 